Life Audio. Thank you for joining us for Sound Reasoning with Christian apologist and minister Perseus Poku of Sound Reasoning Ministries. It's our prayer that today's program will educate, train, and empower you to defend your Christian faith with confidence. Perseus has his bachelor's in history and a master's degree in apologetics. We hope you enjoy this time of equipping so that you can answer questions to defend your Christian faith effectively. Now here's Perseus Poku on Sound Reasoning. Welcome to Sound Reasoning. I'm your host, Perseus Poku. On today's episode, we wanted to deal with the topic of the doctrine of a good name. The doctrine of a good name. And after a word from our sponsors, we'll get started on the topic today. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. And this... Uh, subject came about because uh, there are rumblings within a small minority of the Christian family that proposes abandoning the title of Christians. In other words, they want us to let the name go because uh, some people who profess to be Christians have sullied the name or have contaminated the name. So as a result, they argue that we should let it go. And my response was, um, at this point in our existence, it's not yet uh, appropriate to let the name go. Uh, If we were to let the name go and let other people have it, uh, then what else are we going to let go? Uh, if we switch our name to something else and another faction of, the, of that group uh, do something they're not supposed to do under the banner of the name, do we let that go? Uh, so my argument is no, we don't let the title or name Christian go. What we need to do is spend our energy on what Jesus asked us to do on the lifestyle Jesus asked us to live, on the goals that Jesus wants us to accomplish. If we would spend more time on ministry, if we would spend more time on self-discipline in Jesus' name, rather than focusing our energy on rebranding ourselves, I believe the Lord would get all the glory. So on today's subject, We want to talk about the doctrine of a good name. And on our previous episode, we talked about Proverbs 22 and 1. 
And that Proverbs tells us a good name is to be more desired than great wealth. And then part B of that same scripture says, favor is better than silver and gold. So the part A says, a good name is to be more desired than great wealth. And this verse literally says, before loving gold and silver, grace is good. That's what that first portion is is talking about. A good name is to be more desired than great wealth. So in the Hebrew, it's literally saying that uh, before loving gold and silver, which infers wealth, which infers uh, influence, grace is good. So before you get to the wealth, you have to deal with grace, God's unmerited favor. And how do we get grace? How do we obtain God's unmerited favor? We do so by being obedient. We do so by living in a way that's, ple- that's pleasing to God that allows him to open up the doors he needs to open for us. So before we start trying to chase after riches, before we, we, we start trying to establish um, a, a, a material wealth, before we start trying to obtain stuff, think about your name. Think about who you are because your name represents who you are. Your name represents what you do. That your name represents who you're connected to. Your name is valuable. It's valuable. Your name is valuable. And please don't forget that. Uh, back in the day when I was growing up, we would... Uh, uh, meet new friends, and we would look at um, who they were, or your parents would tell you who who do they belong to, who whose family do they come from, and just based on that last name, uh, the the people in the previous generation could tell whether or not um, if this relationship, if this friendship, was uh, something that you needed to continue, because. Just based on uh, previous experiences, previous conduct, who the parents were, if the parents were trustworthy, if the parents uh, took care of their business, if the parents were honest, if the parents uh, were um, professional in terms of what they do, if the parents uh, were people that uh, had a good name in the community, then your your parents would say, oh, okay, you can go play with so-and-so. And they knew the value of a good name. And most of the time, they were right. If you came from a group or an organization that was known for being dishonest, then when people found out that you belonged to this group or organization, they would treat you a certain way. So we belong to Christ. We belong in the Jesus family. And people are looking at us. People are watching us. And they want to know if we really know Jesus. So if we say we are Christian, there are responsibilities that come along with it. If we say we know Jesus, there are responsibilities that come along with the package. We 
must behave a certain way. We must conduct ourselves a certain way. We must forgive a certain way. We must show mercy a certain way. We must love a certain way. We must exhibit being a good neighbor a certain way. So we just can't live the way we used to live before we met Jesus Christ. We have to be uh, followers of Jesus. We have to be Christians in the biblical sense. So this verse literally says, before loving gold and silver, grace is good. And we're talking about Proverbs 22 and 1. So the word name in the Hebrew is shem, which is translated as repute. And it signifies honor as well as reputation. And we find a similar usage of the same word in Ecclesiastics 7 and 1. Ecclesiastes 7 and 1, the A part says, a good name is better than good oil. A good name is better than good oil. And so the, 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 the same usage is found in Ecclesiastics. A good name is preferred over good oil. And good oil was valuable. So it's the same concept. We should be thirsting for character. We should be thirsting for virtue. These things bring about good, uh, having a good name. If you're virtuous, just like Proverbs 31, when we, when we talk about the Proverbs 31 a wife, when we talk about the Proverbs 31 woman, immediately it conveys this imagery of dependability. That's a good name to be able to be dependable. It talks about uh, ingenuity. She's able to produce with her hands. It talks about uh, faithfulness. She's faithful to her husband. Then at the end of the story, the narrative, it talks about how people in the town know about her because of the good virtue that she has. And that's what we all need to model. We all need to be virtuous. We all need to uh, live as, as Christians, we need to live for Jesus. And in chasing after these virtu- virtuous characteristics, these virtuous traits, all the other stuff will fall in place. So we need to value our name. Don't allow your name to be diminished. Don't allow your name to not bring the influence that God wants you to have. So A name means a lot. A good name means a lot. Even on on a natural level, um, just in our town, a few months ago, there was a restaurant. And uh, some of the employees uh, found um, some, some areas that were unclean. And they reported it to the uh, people in charge, and they wouldn't do anything about it. So they were so concerned about the customers that these employees took it upon themselves to boycott this their own restaurant by uh, going to the media. Let us take a break to recognize our sponsors, and we'll be right back. And, of course, uh, uh, the restaurant then immediately uh, start backtracking and coming up with their cover story because the, uh, 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 what happened was going to be attached to their name. And they did not want this negativity, this bad publicity to be attached to their name. So names mean something. 
We have to treasure our names. Now, it's different if someone is lying about you. That's different. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about people that are trying to misrepresent who you really are. We're not talking about that. Uh, We're not talking about a scenario like uh, uh, Joseph and Potiphar's wife. We're not talking about that, where somebody misrepresents what actually happens. Uh, People will lie on you as a Christian. People will misrepresent you as as a Christian. People may uh, 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 make slanderous statements against you as a Christian. But what I'm talking about is what we can control. We can't control what other people say or do, but we can control what we say or do. So treasure your name. Make your name worth something. And the only way your name is going to be valuable if you start following the precepts of Jesus Christ. If we start honoring the, uh, the legacy of grace. If we start embodying the standards of grace, then we bring honor to our names. And the honor doesn't go to us. It goes to God. It signifies a good name signifies honor. It signifies reputation or a good reputation. And we find, uh, we, we find it throughout the Bible. So God is not against wealth. That was part B, uh, the second part of part A. A good name is to be more desired than great wealth. We're not saying that God is against uh, uh, being wealthy. Abraham was wealthy. Uh, Job was wealthy. So God is not against wealth. But he is uh, against the uh, lack of priority over what he's asked us to do. If we're going to uh, be influential, it won't be because you have a lot of money. If we're going to be influential, it shouldn't be based on the title you have. It should be based on uh, what God has designed you to be. It should be based on the title God has given you. So we should treat our name more valuable than silver and gold. A good name, again, is better than good oil. And the day of one's death is better than the day of one's birth. God is not against wealth, as I just previously said. He warns us against seeking wealth while sacrificing our good name. That's the problem. Those who thirst after uh, wealth but yet put no effort in trying to unearth the treasure that's found in a good name. So the same amount of energy you would normally use in trying to uh, go treasure hunting. There's a lot of people that buy these uh, metal detectors and they go out into remote parts of the city and sometimes even in the city And they spend hours and hours, days upon days, trying to uh, discover or unearth what they deem to be profitable, what they deem to be uh, a treasure. And these people don't complain because their hope is built on finding something in the ground so they can unearth it and go sell it for a huge profit. Well, that type of energy, according to the Bible, that type of energy, that type of discipline ought to be put toward having a good name. The same amount of energy that you put towards trying to find material, uh, material treasure, 
we should put, uh, put forth towards trying to find a spiritual treasure which lays before us. And that can be found in the scripture. Are we spending time in the scripture? And once we find these principles in the Bible, are we applying it to our lives? Are we being disciplined? Are we being honest? Are we being professional? Are we being uh, reputable? Are, are we investing like we should? Are we saving like we should? Are we being a good business partner? Are we being a good husband? Are we being a good wife? All of these things are part of establishing a good name, a, a, a Christian family that takes care of their children, a Christian family that provi- provides for their children, a Christian family that teaches their children how to pray, teaches them how to read the Bible, teaches them how to stand up for Jesus in the midst of persecution. Are we developing these traits so that uh, our name will be uh, associated with the master? We are Christians. We are Christ followers. We are those uh, individuals or the, or the groups that worship the Christos, uh, the, the, uh, Jesus Christ, that, that uh, represents the Messiah, the anointed one. And as of uh, our previous recording, we talked about how this group of believers in the first century, those that follow Jesus, were first called Christians at Antioch, as we read Acts chapter 11, verse 26. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. And for an entire year, they met with the church and taught considerable numbers of people. And the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. Amen. That's the latter part of it. They were first called Christians in Antioch. So we've been called Christians since the first century. And that title has always worked. That title has always represented something. And I know in today's culture, uh, there are a lot of people who say they're Christians, but they uh, don't live up to the standard of Christianity. Where there's a phrase that I like to share with you, and some of you know this phrase. Why should we throw the baby out with the bathwater? Just because the uh, bathwater is dirty doesn't mean we throw the baby out with the bathwater. And so that particular um, uh, contemporary proverbs is saying, we need to be able to distinguish what is valuable versus what is not valuable. The baby is valuable, but the bathwater is not. And I'm saying the title Christian is valuable, but all of the people uh, that are tarnishing that name, God will deal with them. If they're not living up to the standard that God has set, he will deal with them. And at this point, there's no need for us to abandon the name Christian. It's still a good name, and it's still valuable. So again, God is not against wealth. However, he's warning us against seeking wealth while sacrificing our good name, right? I can't say I'm a Christian and then uh, engage in gossiping all the time. I can't say I'm a Christian and yet uh, don't talk about Jesus Christ. I can't say I'm a Christian and I show up to work late and leave early. I shouldn't say I'm a Christian and don't pray when I should. 
uh, or as often as I can, I can't say I'm a Christian and not be an honest person. So we must live the creeds of our faith. We must uh, live in a way that Jesus uh, would be pleased. And in us pleasing Jesus, other people will see our faith. Other people would hear our faith. Our other people will experience our faith. So we shouldn't put wealth over a good name. Matter of fact, uh, God is putting a spin on this thing. He's saying that our name is wealthy. Our name is worth something. Our name is, uh, um, is, is worth a lot more than we think it is. So we as believers shouldn't say we're Christian, but yet we, we, we're cheating others. We, should, uh, we shouldn't say we know Jesus and we are Christians, but yet we're stealing. And you may be saying, well, I'm not stealing, but uh, what about lying on your taxes? Or, or what about uh, misrepresenting facts on your application just so you can get something in return? Uh, Christians should not be lazy. Right? That's a bad name. It, it conveys a bad name. Christians uh, should not be slanderous where we're talking about others uh, and, and not trying to help them. So we must chase after a good name. Chase after a good name. And if we're going to be real, if we're going to be authentic, I'm sure you know people, uh, when their name comes up, you feel a certain type of way. You feel different. It's not the same as when another name pops up. Maybe you have uh, someone uh, in your past, like an ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend. When that name comes up, how do you feel? Especially if you had a bad breakup. How do you feel? Especially if that person did you wrong. How do you feel? So names are often connected to action. Names are often connected to what that person has done to you or done for you. So names mean something. I want people, when they hear my name, I want them, I, I want my name to bring a smile to their face. Uh, I don't want when people, um, if they're going to tell the truth, when people say my name, I don't want them to feel as though they have to go take another shower. I don't want them to have to lose sleep in a negative way if my name comes up. I want them, when they hear your name, when they hear my name, I want a smile to come upon their face. I want them to think of somebody who could help them, someone who's there for them, somebody who could pray for them. I want my name to be valuable. And that's what God is talking about. Our name ought to be valuable. Our name uh, uh, brings about a reputation. And hopefully, hopefully it's a good reputation. Our name brings forth character, and hopefully, it's, uh, uh, it's, we're talking about a good character. Our name as Christians should be connected to integrity, and hopefully, uh, you're someone that's trustworthy. So, a good name yields favor, and favor, according to Scripture, is better than riches or wealth. So, the, the, the name identifies or, or connects us to who we are, just like Jacob would change to Israel, Saul became Paul, 
Simon Peter became Petros. Names uh, or changing of names is found in the Bible for spiritual reasons. Where God changed a person's name. It signifies connection. Just like the name Elijah means Yahweh is my God. Joshua means God delivers. Biblical names in general were connected to functionality. In other words, the name was connected to the person's function. So if we're going to change our name, what is the spiritual trajectory that we're trying to connect to? We can't just change our name as a reaction to other people misusing their name. That's not a good enough reason. So we need to think about that. What is a good name? And how should we go about uh, living up to the name that God has given us and the name that we've been following since the first century? We are Christians. And as Christians, we need to stand up and live for Jesus. Well, our time has come to a close for this episode. We thank you for joining us. We appreciate your prayers uh, as we endeavor to educate, train, and empower believers. Uh, We also uh, thank you for your support. If you'd like to support us financially, go to our website, srministries.org. And again, continue to do for the truth what so many people do for a lie. God bless. Thanks for listening to Sound Reasoning with apologist and minister Perseus Poku from Sound Reasoning Ministries. It's our prayer that today's lesson has equipped you to share and defend your Christian faith with boldness. Sound Reasoning Ministries offers training in apologetics, biblical studies, and systematic theology. Join in on discussions on Facebook at Sound Reasoning Ministries. For more information about the ministry, to send an email, ask a question, or support the ministry, visit online at srministries.org. That's srministries.org. Listen again next week at this same time. And remember, Titus 1.9 says, Hold firm to the trustworthy message as has been taught so that you can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose and it. And as always, sound reasoning like ministries, srministries.org. Like for the partnership with us on this broadcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, God kept calling my heart like I just knew he was my safe place. I hope people don't walk away going, wow, you're really awesome. More than like, wow, Jesus is really interesting and he's really awesome. Everybody on this planet is dealing with some sort of what if. How does that one courageous decision affect the whole world? A ship in harbor is safe, but that's not what ships are built for. If you were encouraged by what you just heard, please search Trevor Talks on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com.